It is Friday, guys, February 17th, 2023 AD. I am James Hake, and it's another hard day at work. <laughs> I hear something saying. The sound of the men working on the chain gang. That's the sound of the men working on the chain gang. All day long they're saying, Bring it back. the sound of the men working on the chain gang that's the sound of the men working on the chain gang all day long they work so hard till the sun is going down working on the highways and byways and wearing wearing a frown you hear them moaning their lives away Then you hear somebody say That's the sound of the men working on the chain Gang That's the sound of the men working on the chain Gang Can't you hear them saying hmm, I'm going home one of these days I'm going home see my woman whom I love so dear, but meanwhile, I've got to work right here. That's the sound of the men working on the chain. Gang. That's the sound of the men working on the chain. Gang. All day long they're saying, my, 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 my. My work is so hard, give me water. I'm thirsty, my, my work is so hard, oh, my, 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 my work is so hard, oh, Papa, that boy can sing, as JLP might say. That was Sam Cook, Chain Gang. Thank you, sir, and shout out to the, uh, Chain gang footage from uh, 1938 historical HD shock stock footage, buyout footage, historical film archive. Very nice. Yes, work is tough here in America now. Um, guys, Chris says, buy me a coffee app is horrible. It won't let me give you a coffee. Have I become a boomer? I don't use the app. Maybe you've just used buymeacoffee.com slash the Hake Report, or just use Streamlabs, I guess. Buy me a coffee. I heard they kicked off Nightwave Radio from Buy Me a Coffee. So I may have been presumptuous or premature in joining Buy Me a Coffee. But he'd been on there for years, no problems. Guys, uh, we're going to have a fun Lucy Goosey Friday show. I will be getting to your calls if you would like to call in. 1-888-775-3773. Based Tucker Carlson talking about 
Medicare and Social Security, Christy Noem, based, not female politician, a Republican. I probably agree with her more than I don't, except for one major thing. She's a woman trying to be a leader. Ridiculous. Do-gooders here in America, here in America, it's almost, I don't even recognize this city anymore, Los Angeles, trying to deal with the crime by yoga and community and paying off these ex-gang members to talk to the criminals because they won't talk to the police and the neighbor and the neighbors because the neighbors don't talk to the police and other mess. It's a racket. It's a money grab. It's phony mama feel-good mess. All that and your calls and other things. Eh. Anyway, guys, let's get right on with the A.J. Gallardo original theme song of the Hake Report. <laughs> beach scene. Monday is going to be President's Day with a co-host. Hake is going to be talking to Big Bump, and we're going to be talking to you. But in the meantime, it's Friday. Oh, it's the Hake Report, the Hake Report, la la la. How you guys doing? I am fine. I am wearing my, I am wearing my, oops, I clicked the mute button, outside t-shirt. It's a nice t-shirt. I got it from REI, that communist co-op. All those outdoorsy places, Patagonia, bunch of liberals. Almost said dumb liberals, but I don't want to be a bad example to the kids. Oops. I said that on purpose. Um, and this t-shirt, by the way, let me tell you, it has a, uh, matches, matches Malone. Uh, it has a lantern, a thermos thing, a coffee cup mug thing, kind of like this one. And it has a, a kettle that you heat your water in. And it has a Swiss army knife. Very cool. I'm pointing out the items in my t-shirt. It has a maple leaf. I presume that is a maple leaf outdoor. A map. A mountains or hills. Pine cone, I believe. This is a pine cone, believe it or not. You can't really tell. Uh, hatchet or axe. I'm getting turned around here. Uh, flashlight. If you're bored, hopefully you guys aren't. Um, rope. Coiled up properly. Fish hooks. Or goatee hooks. Shout out to goatee hook. It's phonetic spelling of fish. Uh, binox, also known as binoculars. Where are they from? World War II? Um, another pine cone thing, I think. Or oh, acorn. Acorns. Multiple acorns. Uh, tent. Is that a tent? Yep. Uh, mushroom. 
gross. Don't do that. And, well, you can, I guess, but I disavow. Camp fire, not bonfire. Compass, arrow, like a bow and arrow. Feather, I think, or pine leaf. Pines don't have leaves. And hashtag outside. Nice. It's red. Hope you guys like that. What a mess. I thought that it would be cool to point it out. It's like a good test of my sharpness. It's kind of <laughs> for if you're a kindergartner, but or a, maybe I'm qualified to run for president, right? Oh my gosh! Let me tell you this little news story. Interrupt my my <laughs> my show to tell you that what's based Joe Biden is fit. He's fit, guys. Sleepy Joe, the the report from Commie Nonsense Network, CNN, that I mentioned at the beginning of our one, at the end of our one of the J.C. Lee Peterson show, Biden went, underwent a routine physical on Thursday, Thursday. I learned it's Thursday from uh, Asmodor, my resident historian on Odyssey, sometimes on Odyssey. And his, his physician said he remains, quote unquote, healthy and, quote unquote, vigorous. Yeah, I think of him as a vigorous guy, although he's getting a little up there. A little, uh, walked kind of like my grandpa walked. That kind of forward lean. And a little bit more gingerly than I remember my grandpa walking. My grandpa's gone now. Rest in peace. Um, and is fit to successfully, the split is infinitive, you don't split infinitives. Was Star Trek made by Jews? (laughs) To boldly go where no man has gone before. Who made, who subverted our English language in Star Trek and splitting, made it popular to split infinitives? To successfully execute the duties of his presidency, of the presidency. So claims his, not biased at all, doctor. Doctors nowadays say that uh, the guy who's, whose neck had a knee on it or shoulder blade had a knee on it and it looked like it was on his neck, Georgia, Florida, the medical examiner said, oh, it was, it was not the overdose. It was the pressure on his body. It was a homicide. Homicide. It was ruled a homicide. Ridiculous. I'm sure it contributed. I don't, you know, anyway. The physical comes as sleepy Joe Biden, who would be 86 years old at the end of a potential second term, has faced consistent questions about his age and health. Not from you, sleazebags. Uh, from conservative critics. Yeah, because the liberals don't care. Nor, do, nor does his wife. Talk about the, these egotistical wives. Fetterman's wife. Ridiculous. The exam offers the likely last health update on the oldest president in history ahead of his expected re-election announcement. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny that they pointed out that it's conservative critics. Remember uh, Hillary had some weird things going on? She was like... I, like, whipped my head around like a weird psycho woman thing like she did. Remember that scene? Have you ever seen that, Hassan? No. Oh, my gosh. And I, what I did just now, I don't even think that was an exaggeration. Wow. She literally was like, I don't want to do it again. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. But uh, terrible. It was terrible. Seems dangerous. Yeah. She's weird. And I've never seen her do it again since. Didn't so she fall over at one point? She, like, started to, like, 
stumble at one point, and people had to help her into her, uh, like, the SUV. But I think she has fallen. Yeah, she did. She fell, that's right, into, like, Air Force One or something, I think. Just like Sleepy Joe stumbled up the stairs, she stumbled at the top of them. Yeah. And she's gotten fatter. And she used to be mildly attractive to to me. Unlike her daughter, who seems nice, but not right. Um, Yeah, terrible. Hillary. Sick Hillary. And Sleepy Joe seems even worse, because Hillary seemed at least her usual relatively sharp self. I guess you call her relatively sharp, can you? I mean, she's... She's a woman, so she gets a pass. And she's liberal, so she gets a pass. But she's relatively sharp. People were thinking that she was the president, really, rather than Bill Clinton. And isn't it so typical that the women run the show of these liberal males? Mess. Yeah. And I'm sure she'll try to run again. Oh, my gosh. You think so? That hadn't occurred to me. Probably. It seems like it's past her. She's past her prime. (laughs) I think everyone understands that about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That is interesting. I don't know. It seems like she had her chance. But you might be right. I mean, she's not... How old is Hillary Clinton age? Her her husband seems like he's, like, walking death. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen Bill. He's, like, old and skinny. She's... Bill goes to a lot of rap parties. Does he? He used to be he used to be young and fat, and she used to be sort of younger and skinnier. Are they from they the like great switch. state of Arkansas? Yeah, he was the governor of Arkansas, <laughs> and you know there was allegations that he had a black child, mixed black kid. JLP interviewed the guy who says that he's his father, maybe. Wow. Yeah, she's seventy five. Joe Biden is eighty. Donald Trump is seventy six. So yeah. I suppose she could, but she seems like she's has like something like tied to her. She's like always wears these weird big dress things. It's awful. But speaking of the uh, women running the show, let me also interrupt my show a little bit to talk about John Fetterman. You heard about him on the Jesse Lee Peterson show and on Hague News. I think it was hour two of the JLP show. Because I mentioned it just before hour two. Here's a quote from Black Widow. I'm calling her Black Widow. I'm so proud of him for asking for help, says Giselle Barreto Fetterman. I wonder if that's her maiden name, using as her middle name. I have pictures of this guy, John Fetterman. After her husband, Democrat Senator, I call it Democrat Senator rather than Democratic Senator. Democrat Senator John Fetterman. I learned that from Trump of Pennsylvania, PA, checked checked himself into a hospital this week, quote, to receive treatment for clinical depression. Look at him. Doesn't he look depressed? And that's from 2019. He's slouching. He's a big guy, kind of fat, has sort of a uh, strange, not strange, just a uh, straight-faced, unsmiling smile thing. With his closed lips. You know what I mean? Um, and his, his brow goes hard over his, uh, over his, the bridge of his nose. But he looks like imitation manly. I mean, he looks almost manly, except that he's a f- sort of fat, man. Fat slob. 
kind of, and I don't know, maybe he has a, a medical issue. Um, shout out to the fat people. There's some base fat people, but look at that. That doesn't look right. Fetterman in 2009, he looks like some friends of mine. And some of them are like tough, like sort of natural leader, bully type, th- type guys. So maybe this guy is sort of tough. You kind of have to be to be a politician of some sort, right? Fetterman in 2009, looking younger. There he is, raising his communist fist. What a sucker. Liberal male. Campaigning in Pittsburgh in 2018. These are Wikipedia photographs. So this guy, uh, there he is with that wife, that black widow woman. She's mildly attractive, and he looks goofy next to her. He's taller than her, towers over her. By like a foot, maybe. It's not towering, but, you know, he's tall. You trust a politician who's tall, you know? His wife, Giselle Barretto, Barretto Fetterman in 2019. She's holding his arm like a lady. She's made up like a lady. What is she? I think she's like a white Hispanic, but I'm not sure. Maybe she's Italian. Maybe she's Greek. But with the last name Barretto and Giselle... Gisele, I don't know. Curly hair. Maybe she's Jewish, but I don't know. Those don't look like Jewish names. But this woman is basically like his handler. She would speak for him, and she said, oh, he's not answering the questions about that right now. And she's like a sharper mind than him, just like Sleepy Joe's second wife. Right? I think it's Sleepy Joe's second wife, who's Jill, Dr. Jill Biden, running the show, kind of. And Fetterman, even worse. What a mess, huh? I'm shaking my head. And people have speculated, and I don't know, this is just speculation, strictly speculation, everybody, that this, that this woman is allowing her... He had a stroke before he was elected. He beat out... What's that guy's name? Dr. Oz? And Dr. Oz is a liberal, but he was running, you know, tr- endorsed by Trump. Uh... He, he won, <laughs> allegedly. We, 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 of course, believe it. Brazilian, says Big Bump. Thank you. From Rio. Not Rio Grande, Rio de Janeiro. Rio de Janeiro. Okay, so she's not even Hispanic because Portuguese. Does that count as Hispanic? Baby. Ba- basically, right? Um... So, she's an anchor. She's, she's not even an anchor baby because an anchor baby was born here. She, she, oh, she had anchor babies. John Fetterman, we need, to, we need to question, we need a loyalty test for John Fetterman. Is he loyal to Brazil? And I bet you she was not for Bolsonaro, who's maybe based. Ridiculous. But... People think, did I finish my thought? People think that she is finagling for him to be incapacitated and then she becomes a politician. You know what I mean, Jellybean? Is his mind right? It's just his stroke is preventing him from thinking, uh, from speaking clearly? Or is his mind messed up too? Your mind has to be messed up to be a male liberal that old. Anyway. Let's talk about a man who's not so messed up. Based 
Tucker Carlson. I have an old compilation, clip 11, I hope this was, is the right one, from MMFA, Media Matters for America. More like media doesn't matter, and you're not for America, you're against America. You're, the for America is kind of like Democrats are for the poor people, using them, using America to destroy it, using the poor people to destroy them worse, spoil them. Watch! This is an old compilation. Tucker Carlson on Fox News. I think most of these are Fox News. He used to be on MSNBC or CNN. Repeatedly attacks Medicare and Social Security. Minute and 43 seconds long. Here he is. What, does he not agree with this anymore? Does he now say we need to be propping it up? I think that he's a practical guy. Some have said, oh, basically he's like a socialist, but nationalist. But I don't know where he stands now. But here he is in the past talking about these scams of these government programs. More than half the budget I learned from uh, Jay, my friend Jay, formerly from San Diego, that more than half, like 60-something percent of the government budget is welfare-type programs. And here is what he's talking about. This is what Tucker Carlson is talking about. Clip 11 right here. Hit it. America's not going broke because of rich people. You could take all their money and give it to the treasury, we'd still be in debt. We're in grave debt because the middle class is addicted to entitlements. That's where the money goes. It goes to Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security. Why are we in debt? Because of middle class entitlements, two specifically, Medicare and Social Security. And so... Anybody who stands up with a straight face and says, the middle class, your tax burden is too high and you're getting screwed, that person is lying. The truth is, it's difficult to govern as a conservative because conservative economic policies mean denying people things they want. It's easy to cut welfare. Come on. How many people do you know on welfare? You know, reducing payments to poor people, what are they going to do about it? Fiscal conservatism requires telling them they can't have it. Politicians don't like to come out against popular programs. Um, and so they rarely do, and, and that's one of the reasons you. you see so little debate on Social Security. They are welfare programs, and they're popular, and they benefit not poor people but the middle class, so it's very impolite to call them that, but that's exactly what they are. If you really are worried about the growth of government and overspending, you got to kind of do something about Medicare and, to a lesser degree, Social Security. It's unsustainable. It's, it's literally and that's not one right-winger's opinion. That's a math certainty. And um, so at some point, we will have to deal with it because we'll have no choice. And we'll deal with it by setting up death panels, yes. But eliminating or paring down or even controlling the growth of middle-class entitlement programs, which are driving us to insolvency and strengthening China, that's truly what they're doing. That's like, that's apparently beyond the power of any politician I've ever met. It's pathetic. The idea that his claim that Social Security is a Ponzi scheme is somehow an example of extremism. It is a Ponzi scheme. (laughs) That's the thing. Hey, there's uh, that guy on the, on the left. That's, uh, who's that guy again? That's Colmes, R- the late, great Sean, not Sean, <laughs> Sean Colmes. <laughs> Hannity and Colmes. Uh, Alan Colmes. Sean Puffy Colmes. No, Sean, I don't know, never mind. <laughs> but anyway, rest in peace, Alan Colmes, friend of JLP, liberal, former co-host with Sean Hannity. <laughs> anyway, uh, is he wrong? Somebody tell me, because some of you guys know about this stuff. 
Commander Kim says, I agree with this clip of what Tucker is saying. However, these government programs are simply money laundering systems for the rich to fleece the middle class. And I hate the term middle class because that's a communist buzzword, right? This class stuff. I feel like it is. That's my sensibility about it because I don't use that term. They steal the money out of these programs. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, because you've heard conservative men say this. Oh, I paid that money into this Social Security stuff. It's my money. But did you pay all that money that you are going to be getting? Tucker is annoying, says Max Rex. May well be in some level. Yeah, I suppose so. But I don't like his laugh. Creeps me out, says Lord BB42. Whoa, I don't like you. You creep me out. Nah, you don't. Or do you? I don't know. But uh, I think he's right. And I don't know where he stands now. I don't know if this is a Media Matters gotcha about... Because Media Matters plays these clips of these people saying stuff. And it's... Uh, and it, it's like, I'm like, okay, what's the problem? It's, this is a good statement. Big Bump says it about... Social Security is basically a slush fund. Yeah. And who put in so, so-called Social Security? That communist, wasn't it FDR, Franklin D. Roosevelt? I'm not one to talk about history that much because I don't know much about it. Tucker's laugh is hilarious, says Tyler. <laughs> yes, I do check the Odyssey chat. <laughs> I like Tuckett, but his laugh is weird. Easy, Hake. Yeah, I'm taking it all personally. I'll get you. Um, (laughs) Skunky X agrees. Tucker's laugh is creepy and awkward. I suppose, but it's kind of funny, too. It's charming, a little, maybe. People say he's basically a national socialist. My former de facto producer, Dylon. Said that about Tucker, and I don't know if that's true. I think he's just reading into stuff that he said, kind of like the the whites read way into what Trump was saying, and then there were some whites who were for that Asian guy with the hat with the math word who tried to run for mayor, carpetbagger, cries about kids and guns and stuff. That male, I'm blanking on his name, but he's Asian. Tried to run for president. And uh, JLP said he needs to go back to China. His parents are from Taiwan. Taiwan is Taiwan, China. It's up for debate. <laughs> is Ukraine, Russia? Yeah, Yang. Yeah, Andrew Yang. Thank you. Hassan knows better than Hake. Hassan knows civics. Um, I've heard on, on based Sean Hannity's show back when I was a listener of the JLP show and Sean Hannity and driving around working at the cabinet shop that, you know, if they privatize, quote-unquote, Social Security or whatever, in a private fund, you would make more money than Social Security makes. Because Social Security is supposed to, I guess, make interest for you or something, right? If they pull it out of your paycheck to help you save for your... Mama wants to help you save for the future. Stupid Andrew Kami. Yeah, I agree. I'm shaking my head. Whoa, Noah's Art Kansas. <laughs> uh, thank you for the super chat there, 
Noah's Ark, Kansas. Gave a super chat. No mention. No uh, comment. <laughs> Normally he gives me seventeen seventy six, and this time he gave me, and I won't say the number because, well, I'm not on YouTube, so I could say it, but <laughs> pretty funny. Noah's Ark, Kansas. I guess you guys could fill in the blanks what he gave me. Shout out to the whites. We love the whites. We do. If we love anybody, we love whites. And blacks and women and liberals. And conservatives and boomers. By the way, off off the air, I have this little headline, Fox News, uh, about Fox News, I think, I forget. Um, yeah, Fox News election fraud poo-pooing off the air. Off the air, according to the far-left enemies of America, joke of an outlet, pretending to be, to pretending to be boring, unbiased, just the facts, NPR, trash, kiss up to blacks and women and fake idea of racism, which is not good for the blacks or women or any victims of, uh, so-called victims of bias. Off the air, Fox News stars blasted the election fraud claims that they peddled. And I don't think Tucker really peddled anything. Sean Hannity may have, I don't know. Uh, Maria Bartiromo, they have pictures of these ladies and gentlemen. Maria Bartiromo, based Maria Bartiromo, she's cool. I like her. I just like her voice and her face. She's mildly attractive. And uh, that woman, Laura Ingram, Ingram, and that lady who's made up and looks like she's trying to stay young looking. Judge, um, I'm blanking on her name. Let me pull it up. Uh, Janine. Yeah, Judge Janine. Thank you. Hassan knows. What's her real name? Janine Pirro. And based... I like this guy. He's a boomer. I think he's a boomer. He may be older than a boomer. Lou Dobbs. He loves JLP, by the way. Lou Dobbs, a Trump fan. Uh, so anyway, yeah, supposedly they talked off the air and poo-pooed Trump's election f- shenanigan claims. In the days and weeks after the 2020 elections... And I don't know if they go into specifics about these guys because, you know, I don't really. Ingram called Trump campaign attorney Sidney Powell a bit nuts. Which, you know, after a while, I thought, oh, maybe because I never thought of um, Sidney Powell. She's that lady. She's a little bit older, like a boomer, maybe. Shout out to the boomers and shout out to Sidney Powell. I still respect her to this day. She's back on Twitter. But she was one of Trump's lawyers or in favor of Trump. But she was calling out Dominion and saying the different things about Dominion, which is a voting machine thing. And it started to sound a little bit nutty. There was another lawyer who got fired, I think, by that uh, Kyle Jack Bauer, John Wick Rittenhouse guy, who I'm blanking on his name, but he started to seem pretty nutty. But I don't know. I don't know. Hake tries not to take sides, although he does. 
I do. I do take sides. But I would think more clearly if I didn't. What well, wasn't that a great call in the Jason Lee Peterson show with that guy talking about anti-Semitism? And shout out to Kanye West. And shout out to the Jews. Uh, <sighs> um, a sense of a sense of desperation pervades the private notes from Fox's top stars, reflecting an obsession with collapsing ratings and other stuff. So they're blah, blah, blahing, dumb, lame things. Um, th- in my opinion, the mainstream media is very uncurious about things that are not beneficial to them, you know, well, such as what's up with the uh, background on Obama back in the day. They didn't really seem too interested. They tried to poo-poo it, and they tried to pretend it was racist. Where was he really born? Where's, what's with this... Uh, birth certificate. Um, Same thing with the voter shenanigans. And then they're all speculating about racism, where there's no reason to speculate about it, because it doesn't exist, for one. And for another, like, it's pure speculation, and you're being evil. Talk about harmful conspiracy theories, or harmful culture theories that are false. Harmful. You know, because I got a strike for harmful conspiracy theories (laughs) on YouTube. Which, of course, YouTube, you're right. I'm so sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Ridiculous. They're uncurious about the election shenanigans. And they're like, oh, these judges looked into it and uh, found nothing. And these, uh, these lawyers said, we don't have evidence. Well, the point of some of these changes with the election things was for there to be no evidence you know get rid of signatures uh verification and all kinds of mess make it easier for any for any idiot to uh to vote and um remember the social media establishment which they call big tech um the mainstream media establishment the uh rhinos and democrat establishment and <laughs> American native asks, did he send 1619? No, he sent 1488. <laughs> I, I just, but thank you, uh, which I, of course, disavow. Not that there's anything wrong with those words themselves or necessarily, but it's just, you know, you're supposed to disavow that. <laughs> Ridiculous. Going back to the Noah's Ark Kansas thing. But anyway, like, they don't, they don't care about what's right. They don't. Very dishonest, as Trump said. Shaking my head. So let me talk about this female politician whom I would probably agree with in general. I should, but she's not the queen, Marjorie Green. And Marjorie Green, I should treat her the same way, honestly. But she's better than this lady, I think, because Marjorie Green showed up to AFPAC where JLP spoke to, and that's cool. And also she's more normal, except it's not normal to be a polit- trying to be a politician as a lady. But a lot of these ladies may not know better. The culture is so corrupt. I'm shaking my head. Christy Noem. Noem? Noem. N-O-E-M. South Dakota governor. And shout out to South Dakota and North Dakota, too. Governor. 
Oh, her Twitter profile. I have some various screenshots. There she is. Look at her all pretty. She's all pretty. She got 10 years on hate, by the way, too. <laughs> wow, what a mess, huh? Nice hair, nice makeup, nice smile. Doesn't look so nutty in the face. People made fun of Michelle Bachman, whom I like, too. I like Michelle Bachman of Minnesota? Um, congressman, female congressman. Been on the J.C. Lee Peterson show a number of times. Loved Trump, Donald Trump. But uh, there she is again, Christy Noem with a little bit different hair. A little bit more, what is that? What is that wild hair? What is that hair? It's kind of like 90s, um, but it's 2000s, 2013-ish, 2011-ish or something. 112th United States Congress. She was in Congress? Christy Noem. There she is with another whole hairdo. What? (laughs) And yet an aging face, but still mildly attractive, yeah? Yeah, of course. Pretty. Pretty lady in 2013. But it's kind of like a Christian bookstore lady or, I don't know, these are fancy hairdos, man. Woman. We're looking at pictures from her Wikipedia page, which she's not responsible for it, but whatever. Being a politician. She got married at like 20 or 21, by the way. Oh, her Twitter profile. Here's her Twitter profile. South South Dakota stands for freedom. She got a cowboy hat on, all cute. And then she got a uh, baseball cap on and one of those puffy blue jackets that those Asians have and others now. Blacks. Oh, cute looking, whatever, with this hair like twirly down. She got to do different things to her hair every time. And she writes, I am a wife, mother, grandma, grandma. She's 51 and uh, got married at 20, 20 or 21. Based, farmer, rancher, small business owner, and South Dakotan who serves as South Dakota's governor. And... She is from the, uh, what's that state? Ah, that one with the, the guys on the faces that Trump is going to go on it next time. Uh, Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore State. I remember Trump, our greatest president, spoke at Mount Rushmore toward the end of his term. And she gave a speech, too. And there's lame-o, boomer. Shout out to the boomers. I don't know if they were boomers. The Q types were like, oh, I don't know if they were Q. Shout out to the Q people. We're like, Christy Noem, 2024, because they thought that 2024 would be the successor to Trump and not Trump. I'm like, no. 417,000 followers. So here's the clip 13 of her talking. And I agree with this statement, I think. It's nice. Uh, Hat comes with the hair. Says wrinkle hands, bing bong. Bing bong. Uh, Clip 13. From Christy Noem Twitter. Here's uh, her preaching and talking and talking tough and talking big. Christy Noem, ladies and gentlemen, so you can hear her voice. Minute 13, here it is. Now, South Dakota state motto is under God, the people rule. Uh, I like that her could accent. just as easily be the American motto. In America, we are not, motto. and we will not be ever ruled by an elite class of so-called experts. We the people are the government. 
In South Dakota, the people elected me, someone who was just a farm kid, to be our state's CEO. I raised my hand and I took an oath to uphold the constitution of the great state of South Dakota and the constitution of the United States of America. I upheld that oath and I defended freedom for all of our South Dakota citizens. And when I stood for re-election, they honored me by giving me more votes Uh. than any other candidate for governor in our state's history has ever had. I can't thank the people of South Dakota enough for their trust and for their faith that they put in me. But what I can do is I can get up every single day and I can work and I can focus on them and I will continue to do that. I will defend their freedom. I'll use the authority that I have granted to me by the U.S. Constitution and the South Dakota Constitution to stop communist lockdowns from ever taking hold in South Dakota. Based. Stop those communist lockdowns, lady. She can't stop anything, but but maybe she can. I don't know. I mean, people disliked her f- or disagreed with her for, didn't she veto something? I think Tucker, Carled it. Tucker Carlson covered it. Tucker Carled it. Uh, <laughs> that she, like, vetoed some bill about the transgenders. But I'm not sure. And where's her husband? You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? I like her accent, though. I would almost be tempted to vote for her because I got the fallen state in me still. Uh, motto. Oh, man, those Minnesota. Uh, people in those northern Midwestern states. Shout out to them. I liked Michelle Bachman. I liked uh, Palin, Sarah Palin. And I kind of liked Christy Noem's way of talking. I like to see her talk. My mouth is right here. <laughs> That's from Live in Folsom Prison, Johnny Cash. Okay, it's, it's an inside joke. Uh, what's up with the people of South Dakota? Everybody's voting for these women. We've been brainwashed. What else is to say about this? There's no, like, authority in women, though. They're not tough men. (laughs) A lot of men aren't that way either nowadays, but it's not an excuse for the women to be pushing in. I have some screenshots from her website. I checked out her website and her book from 2022. She put out a book because she's finagling for who knows what, president or something. She's supposedly all proud of her family. It says something like, oh, look, here's her book. Not my first rodeo. Uh, South Dakota Governor Christy Noem tells her rough-and-tumble story, oh yeah, of growing up on a ranch and how a blessed life of true grit taught her how to lead. Whatever. And there she is, riding a horse and holding the big old American flag. And that's nice, it's cute, but sit down. Go home. And I checked out her website. There's not one picture. There's her website. Not one picture of her family or her husband, 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 that she's supposedly proud of, of her accomplishments. Christie's accomplishments, I think I have. K-R-I-S-T-I. Number one, her family. And what does it say there? Let me see. Accomplishments. Number one is her family. Above all, Christy Noam is proud of her family, so proud that... They do not appear one place in her website that I found, at least not quickly. Her husband of 30 years, Brian, B-R-Y-O-N, 
spelled it like a black. Is she married to a black man? Don't know. Maybe that's why she hides him. No, I don't know. Uh, her three children, their spouses, and her granddaughter, exclamation mark. Her first priority and best accomplishment is her family, their love for each other, and faith in God. She was endorsed by Trump. Well, that's not too much of an accomplishment. Everybody gets endorsed by Trump who, you know, I mean, it's nice. It's nice, but it's not an accomplishment. But she won. Better than I can say about Dr. Oz. He couldn't even beat a, well, I don't know. There's maybe been shenanigans. Uh, kept government out of personal decisions with the China virus scandemic. She banned mask and vaccination mandates and successfully kept schools and businesses open. That's nice. Defended gun rights. The Second Amendment. That's cool. Protected women and girls. Ah, pff, whatever. Chrissy Nolan believes. What does she believe? That What in the world? My, my screen jumping around. Only girls should play girls' sports. She signed a bill into law to protect female athletes. What about men and boys? How about that, Chrissy Noam? You're not so based. I mean, the male politicians are just like this. Even Trump, he's all kissy-kissy-uppy-uppy to the gals. But we knew he was like that. We expect it. He didn't do a bait-and-switch on us, you know? Although some of you guys jumped to conclusions about him and felt baited and switched. That's your fault, I say. You listen to Satan. Um, she signed a bill into law to protect female athletes and increase fairness in women's sports because she's a transphobic. She's transmisogynistic. That's what she is. <laughs> Classifying athletics based on biological sex. Whatever. So that's that for Christy Noam, I guess. And I don't really think that it's so bad necessarily not to show your family because you show your family... And you put a target on their back. You know, people hate her. The evil people hate her. I don't. Um, <laughs> if, I don't ha- if I hate nobody, I don't hate her, right? At first, I was like, yeah, right, her family's important, but maybe it's wise. You know, another female governor, some weirdos and feds plotted to... <laughs> Plotted to kidnap a less, uh, an even, le- even less mildly attractive, um, even more mildly attractive, even more, I don't know. You know that Michigan governor, Gretchen Whitmer, Democrat, they plotted to kidnap her. <laughs> Ridiculous. You know what else is a racket? Let me see if I can plow through this little story here. You can call in 888-775-3773. Pull up clip 12 here. I'm going to play this in a second. Bo Snurdly, the producer for my ex-competitor, my late competitor. You ever heard of Bo Snurdly? The Daily BS? BS stands for Bo Snurdly, okay? He tweeted out about these do-gooders with their racket. Quite a racket. Democratic. Democrat city. That's L.A. He's talking about. Right here in L.A. Tries to fight crime with yoga at the cost of $2.2 million. Really? And he has the article in the Daily BS. That's his website. Short for Boston Nerdly. Black producer for my former competitor, Rush Limbaugh. 
He died. Rest in peace, Rush Limbaugh. No longer my competitor. He's my competitor in heaven. We hope, right? Isn't that nice? He reposted a Daily Caller article by Aaron Broadus. Broadus? Broadus? Face, uh, and it's, you know, talking about this Democrat city that's fighting crime with yoga and other things. It's not just yoga. 2.2 million, is that 2.2 million just for the cost of yoga? Female councilman Monica Rodriguez of Los Angeles County announced the therapeutic, therapeutic or therapeutic? Turn, Project Turn, something like that. Therapeutic, unarmed response for neighborhoods initiative on um, Monday. Was it Monday of this week? According to NBC Los Angeles, far-left enemies of America, NBC, the plan is to provide crisis workers with treatment options and money uh, so they can continue to be at the scene of the crime as a buffer before the police arrive because they've drummed up the blacks for decades against the cops And actually, in L.A., it's the Hispanics. Hispanics have learned to hate cops, too. They're suckers. The parents are like, yes, trust the police. But the children, grown adult children and generations are like, no, forget the police. And they don't even say the forget F word. They say a different one. These crisis intervention workers are exposed to trauma with regularity, said this female councilman, Rodriguez, Monica Rodriguez. And they've never been provided those tools to help manage that. And so they're giving therapy options for crisis workers to continue to be the first point of contact. Um, Three-day-long training on trauma for the community workers. Uh, Program was launched with $2.2 million in city funding. And it seeks to help retain the 100 community intervention workers in the city. And you'll hear in this clip, well, it's a big, long news report, two minutes and 30 seconds long. That they're making forty grand a year, and they want to triple the budget. Uh, here's the report uh, from Clip Twelve from Facebook from KCAL Nine, local CBS mainstream media station. A puff piece uh, for Monica Rodriguez and her little her little uh, project turn, unarmed response, blah blah blah, therapeutic unarmed response unit for communities or whatever. Uh, here it is. Of LA has more than a hundred community intervention workers. They are an unarmed response to any kind of violence within their neighborhood and act as a type of liaison between the community and police. KCAL News reporter Jasmine Veal spoke with people involved in this public safety initiative. It's a dangerous job. Yes. Yes, I mean, we, they don't understand that we put our lives on the line. This is Eddie Williams, one of the more than 100 community intervention workers in the city of L.A. I live in West California, Nixon Gardens. Williams was in a gang and spent time in prison. He is now working to fight against the very things he was involved in growing up. Many times he gets the call before police from his neighbors about a shooting or a stabbing all built on trust. When the police, my, my, my main duty is to calm the crowd, 
get as much information that I can from the situation and take it back to the crowds. I'm like a buffer. It's people like him that are making a difference through the city's gang reduction and youth development office or grid. The city believes these community intervention workers or CIWs are the future of stopping the violence on the streets of LA. These individuals are oftentimes on the front lines, unseen by many, but they're helping to broker the peace and oftentimes the retaliatory events. Monica Rodriguez. Inside a church in South LA Monday, Councilwoman Monica Rodriguez, who chairs the Public Safety Committee, announced an initiative called Project Turn, which stands for Therapeutic Unarmed Response for Neighborhoods. This initiative is already providing people like Williams training and support, like how to deal with trauma. Today we are commencing a program to provide these community intervention workers with the Look tools at her, all that cute. they need to help better amplify and professionalize the work that they do on the streets of Los Angeles. The CIWs are out here doing the same work as officers without a badge, without a gun. A dangerous job, but one yeah, right. Williams says he will keep doing 24-7. And I think through these intervention programs, it helps a whole lot. Funded by the city, these community intervention workers only make about $40,000 a year, which is why these community safety organizations are asking that the gang reduction and youth development budget be tripled so that they can provide Whoa. better wages for the work they do. Here in South L.A., Jasmine Veal, KCAL News. They used to call it South Central L.A., but they re- they rebranded it to South L.A. because then because South Central got such a bad rap because it's so violent and vicious and dangerous. But renaming it didn't help much. Anyway, her, this is councilman, female councilman Monica Rodriguez. Uh, her Facebook post since becoming the first Latina Latina. To share the city's public safety committee, to chair of the city's public safety committee, I have made it my priority to innovate and deploy programs that heed the calls for reform. Not black reform, not family reform, not Latino, Latino reform, but reform the police in the ways of handling things. No gun response. Uh, to create... To create a safer Los Angeles. Yeah, right. It's why yesterday we unveiled Project TURN, Therapeutic Unarmed Response for Neighborhoods, a public safety initiative that will provide much-needed training and support to community intervention workers, CIWs, who are regularly exposed to high-trauma environments, providing them with comprehensive training and support. They don't mention the yoga part, but I think they do yoga. Um, is an important tenet. Uh, tenant, 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 tenant of how our city will deliver transformative change. This is talking like a liberal, like a liberal phony Christian. Strengthen our public safety response and create more equitable. That's another communist buzzword. Investment into a community-based public safety model. This woman is first Latina. What are you talking about? What does that have to do with anything, with anything other than you, you're stupid? Sorry, kids. Too much vitriol from Hake. <laughs> uh... Dumb liberals. Quite a racket, though, huh? How about we defund single mothers, deal with the homeless uh, scam, clean up that, criminalize homelessness, (laughs) Uh, 
Broken windows policing. Bring back the chain gangs. Forced slavery. Not just for the people with the DUIs, but make them slave away. You know, stamp, the, stamp our, and our license plates. Stuff like that. Whatever. Put men in charge. Sensible men, not, not beta man, men. Not like that guy. What's that guy's name? The black guy who was a city councilman and then he was like county or something. JLP yelled at him with that picture of JLP yelling, You are a beta male? Mark Ridley hyphen Thompson. Thomas? Mark Ridley Thomas. Distinctive name, but he hyphenated his name on behalf of his wife. That's not the kind of man I want in charge. He was born Mark Thomas. Nice American name. I mean, there's probably a million Mark Thomases in the country. That's an overstatement, obviously, I think. Uh, But he married a woman named Ridley. So he added Ridley to his last name, like a male feminist. And he's black and he's old. He's an old, fat, black man. (laughs) Ridiculous, huh? Um, I don't like to even go outside after dark and I don't like to leave, I don't leave stuff in my car and I leave my car all beat up and ugly looking. I have thought on occasion because my car got, um, skin cancer, um, which is to say, which is to say, you know, that it's peeling. I'm like, I should have waxed it. It was a used car. I bought it used. And I'm like, should I paint it? And I'm like, no! Look at how these cars are getting broken into. They break into the back rear corner window of one of the, one of the sides in the back and uh, break in and steal all your stuff. I don't want a nice new car that makes it into a Target. Um... So, you know what I mean? There's crime out of control. They're stealing the uh, catalytic converters out of these old Priuses. (laughs) Multiple times from the same car. (laughs) Uh, Blacks out of control. Even the whites and Hispanics committing crimes. And probably the Asians, too, and the uh, immigrants and foreigners. Smashing grabs all the time. They don't care. They don't really care about us, as Michael Jackson said. Anyway, you guys get the point. It's, JLP says it can only get worse with these women in charge. And I, I, I suspect he might be right. I'm not as wise. Anyway, guys, we're going to get to more stuff. The invasion, the classified documents, uh, train derailment, and your calls, and maybe talk about um, lawsuits, these parents, no responsibility for the parents. They're going to sue the social media companies for their mentally ill children. I mean, the social media companies are evil, but look at yourselves. But now is time for some music, guys. We need some peace in my life. This is Biggie Racer from, what's that guy's name? Phil Kagi. Phil Kagi and Sunday's Child, a great album from, I think, 1988. Enjoy, press mute, grin and bear it, press pause, fast forward. 
Cover your ears. You musical Philistines, here it is. And I'll be right back for the rest of Hour 2. Hang tight. Isn't this nice? <laughs> Reminds me of Starfire a little bit. Starfire 59. So good. Not Alice in Chains. Alice not in Chains. <laughs> Depeche Mode, huh? Blue Oyster Cult. The Cure. Phil Kagi. Talented guitarist. Missing half his middle finger. Shout out to Phil Kagan. 
<laughs> grading papers while listening to this, and it is lowering some grades for sure. <laughs> no, I do not license these. I just play them and get copyrighted. But not strike. Hey. Shout out to the drummer. Papa. Oh, that's funny. I hear, I hear me talking in the uh, beach clip. Thank you guys for bearing with me through that beautiful music. Let's read a few super chats, shall we? Or at least one over here on uh, streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report. Thank you, Noah's Arkansas, for the $14.88. I disavow, but I appreciate it. And I've talked about why I disavow. But uh, the guy turned out, I think he was involved in a murder of a journalist, which is a sleazy person. <clears throat> but you don't supposed to murder. But anyway. Um, here, have some money, Hake. Thanks, says Chris. Appreciate you. Right on. Uh, nice. Thank you kindly. And let me check over on Rumble. No super chats on Rumble. No Rumble rants, but plenty of live chat going on over there. Shout out to the Rumble crew, as well as the Facebook crew. And Twitch. Hey. And uh, Odyssey. Solid jam, as usual. Nice. Public Police and public don't need liaisons. Shout out, Watts. Yeah, I know, and they probably picked, like, the best-seeming guy uh, who's, like, a good face for CIWs, community engagement, involvement workers, whatever. (sighs) Ridiculous. Um, How about stop hating cops? Ever think of that? So I thank you guys. Appreciate the uh, support, as always. Uh, There is an invasion ongoing. It is a national emergency, as our greatest president, Donald J. Trump, did call it. And it was controversial because anything that's close to the truth is considered controversial or close to reasonable. Approach in the direction of reasonable, it's called controversial by the mainstream media, as you know. And I'm showing off my two watches on purpose. Um, Chip, Chip, oh, Chip Roy. (laughs) Chip Roy, the uh, congressman from Texas. I shouldn't call him a congressman. That's disrespectful. I only disrespect people who deserve it. (laughs) There's a 30-second clip from Clip 18. Down on the Rio Grande. I'm an old cow hand from the Rio Grande. In Eagle, Eagle Pass, Del Rio sector, where they are currently seeing a thousand crossings a day, says Chip Roy, who's a congressman. Is he a rhino? I don't necessarily think so, but I kind of default call everybody a rhino nowadays, right? We need policy changes and political will to do what we promised. Hashtag HR29, whatever that is. Hashtag stand up for America. Here he is, uh, Chip Roy, folks, listen to him. It's kind of drowned out because there's a lot of mess, din going on down there at the border. Here it is. 
Hey, it's Congressman Chip Roy, and I'm down in Eagle Pass, Texas, and uh, the flow continues. Uh, our you know, Border Patrol agents and uh, personnel here and state personnel are all working the best they can, but we're still getting a 1,000 a day crossing here in Eagle Pass. Uh, and you can see right now, right behind me, we're, uh, we're dealing with more uh, on a constant basis. So we got to continue to work to try to make sure we solve this problem. <laughs> we got the, have to put the policies in place necessary to do what? the job. But, uh, what? You know, we're gonna keep working on it. You keep working on it, buddy. <laughs> Shout out to the, uh, what is that, a boat horn? I love the sound of a boat horn. Uh, I have a tweet screenshot from him, too. Last year, 16 migrants, including a baby, drowned in the Rio Grande, Rio Grande River. Buried with PVC crosses. You know, PVC, those plastic pipes, PVC pipes. Shout out to the PVC pipes. PVC crosses near a local cemetery in Maverick County, I guess, Maverick Co., because funeral homes were so overwhelmed. How is this compassionate, functioning immigration policy? Hashtag HR29. What is this HR29 stuff? I don't know anything. I don't, I don't follow politics. Uh, at Joe Biden, at Ali Mayorkas. Ali, that's what he calls himself? Ali Mayorkas? Alejandro Mallorcas, he's the uh, DHS guy, Secretary of Homeland Security, former DHS Deputy Secretary, Department of So-Called Homeland Security, nominee for Sleepy Joe Biden, Alejandro Mallorcas. So yeah, a lot of the illegals are dying, and they, and then there, there's these do-gooders who leave water out in the desert for these border-crossing illegal aliens, criminals. Uh, coming in here, disrespecting our country, and they leave water for them so that they don't die of thirst and collapse in the, in whatever you call it, the desert. Uh, and Sleepy Joe. I don't know. What a mess. And a lot of Americans are dying at their hands, and they don't belong here. And they come in, and they have babies who grow up to call us racist, us whites, and, uh, and vote for Democrats or rhinos, become rhinos. You know, like there's this woman who's, who is all Mexican and out. Shout out to the Mexicans. And she's a female politician. I've covered her story. She's married to a border agent who's also Hispanic. And it's all... My name is... I don't know. Uh, and... We don't like your kind around here. <laughs> Whatever. HR 29. Let me see if I can find out any information about this. Border safety and blah, blah, blah. And Security Act of 2023. Sponsored by Chip Roy. Whatever. What a mess. It's ridiculous. Uh, Hispanics <laughs> Hispanics deport, deport every Mexican, says Trailer Park Brett. Um, the Hispanics target the, the, the blacks, kill the blacks. They've been doing that for decades. The blacks fight with the Hispanics, kill the Hispanics. They don't get along, but black and brown. 
And then they, some of them get along a little bit. They want to team up against the whites. Against the, the decent whites, not the liberal whites. They team up a little bit against them, too. So much evil in the world, you know? This is a funny little story, brief story from, of all places, Tim Cast News. He's a real news source, not like Hake News. He doesn't rely solely on Comedy Nonsense Network. Trump's uh, classified material at Mar-a-Lago, Mar-a-Lago was mostly empty folders kept as mementos. Somebody pronounced it mementos. Hold on. Oh, maybe he called it mementos. He might have called it mementos, but I think it's pronounced, it's spelled mementos. Memento or Memento? You guys ever seen that movie? Memento is in Spanish for, mem- for moment. But uh, Memento, it's also a movie. 2000. I like that movie. But anyway, um, Memento is like a, something that you keep as a memory. I learned it from Batman the Animated Series because Catwoman might have left him some cat hair and he's like, Keep this as a, mem- as a memento. But anyway, Trump kept empty folders. And that doesn't that sound like Trump? Doesn't, uh, it sounds like Trump. Trump told his Truth Social followers that the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago, Mar-a-Lago recovered very few items that could be considered as classified. Instead, explaining that most of the material collected was empty folders. He kept his keepsakes. Keepsake is another word for memento. From his time in office. Memento. It's like the root word is memory. That, that's why it's not momento. Like root word moment or whatever. In a, po- in a two post truth, our greatest president, Donald J. Trump, real Donald Trump on Truth Social, truthsocial.com slash at real Donald Trump, described the law enforcement officers who raided his Palm Beach resort and home as Gestapo. A Gestapo. Isn't that like with the Jewish people who were, who were turning in Jew- fellow Jews? To the Nazis or something like that? Is that what that is? Or uh, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. For sure I don't know. But I could be mistakenly right. (laughs) Uh, Taking issue with what he portrayed as unequal treatment, noting Sleepy Joe Biden has not been raided. Yeah. He says that few documents were actually recovered. Instead, mostly it was empty folders. He kept his mementos. I totally could believe that. Nothing is wrong with that. His possession of the material is nothing to worry about. Nothing is wrong with that. He called it the Injustice Department. Right on your right, Trump. I love boomers. They incorrectly view these folders as documents to justify what he repeatedly described as a witch hunt, which is typically what they do at him. So, uh, right on. He also reiterated previous claims about election fraud. Shenanigans, election shenanigans, calling for an investigation into stuffed ballot boxes and released a statement on the arrest of former FBI special agent Charles McGonigal, whoever that is, who oversaw the Bureau's New York counterterrorism and counterintelligence operations, also involved in the investigations into a possible connection between Trump campaign and Russia. Dumb liberal FBI. Maybe they're not dumb. Some of them are dumb, but not all of them are dumb. But some of them are dumb. Sorry, kids. That 
McGonagall guy was charged with six counts of making false statements, two counts of falsification of records and concealing material facts. Oh, finally, an FBI guy gets in, gets in trouble. How about the whole department? Shut it down. Shut it down. He will face a maximum sentence of 75 years if found guilty. He won't serve that. He pleaded not guilty to all charges. But that's kind of funny. Isn't that so true? We need men running the show. Manly men, not, 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 not morally straight men, right? Like sleazy Joe Biden. That's not morally straight to be all Democrat and male. Not morally straight is not just a euphemism for gay. It's also for the Boy Scouts. Their pledge was to remain morally straight. I think they might have gotten rid of that. That's where I came up with this language, not morally straight. And they accept the gays, too. They used to be Christian. There are other lesser, smaller, by lesser I just mean smaller, organizations that are more morally straight for the kids, you know, than the Boy Scouts. Which is not as bad as the Girl Scouts, but it's bad. I have some tweets from uh, another not morally straight male, Secretary Pete. Secretary, doesn't that make him sound like a woman? <laughs> I know, I know. You're supposed to be a male secretary of of uh, trans- Department of Transportation. I call him Mayor Pete because he was a mayor of South Bend, Indiana. Pete Boot Edge Edge on Twitter. Oh, you know what? Let me see. Let me go in order of how I planned this out. <clears throat> Excuse me. Train derailment. Okay, so let me do this in in chronological order of how this came out. Here's a tweet from Ilhan Omar. East Palestine railroad derailment will have a significant negative impact on the health and well-being of the residents for decades, and there is almost zero national media attention. Well, it is kind of underreported. Why are we hearing so much about the weather balloons or spy balloons or whatever? I don't care about those. I care about my fellow people if I care about anybody. And that's a big if. <laughs> but, you know, and there's other derailments. There's, I heard happening in, somebody mentioned it to me too, and I saw it on Twitter, in like Detroit, Michigan. What's with all these derailments? Is it shenanigans? Is it like terrorism? Or is it incompetence and poor managing of the railroad ties? We need John Henry. Was John Henry black? When John Henry was about three days old, sitting on his pappy's knee, the hammer will be the death of me. The hammer will be the death of me. I know I missed a line. Who? Ha! Shout out to Sam Cooke, too. Um, I interrupted Ilhan Omar. Zero national media attention. We need congressional inquiry. Oh, yeah. Like, congressional inquiry does anything. Anything good. And direct action from Pete Boot Edge Edge to address this tragedy. So, and she quote tweets, Eric Feigl-Ding, who tweeted, new toxins identified back on February 13th. We basically nuked a town with chemicals so we could get a railroad open. 
said Sid Sil Cagiano, a hazardous materials specialist. Rail company Norfolk Southern is paying just $25,000 to the town or less, about $5 per resident. Wow. <laughs> and do we blame Norfolk Southern? Because Norfolk Southern owns the train. Who, who owns the train tracks? Maybe it's Norfolk Southern. I don't know. People say, oh, the train track, train companies, big train companies don't care. And like Leland Vittert made that claim. Train companies don't care, these big train companies. And what about the, peop- the uh, toxic materials companies? Do they care? Are they supposed to care? Like, what's going on in the kitchen? But I don't know what's cooking. Mess. So Ilhan Omar tweeted that. And the simp. The simp. <laughs> Whom I like, kind of. Lion Ted tweeted out the next morning, February 14th, on Valentine's Day, no less. Calgary Ted, who was born in Calgary. Shout out to Calgary. Shout out to the Canadians. He tweeted at Ilhan. He, he quote tweeted Ilhan Omar and said, fully agree. <laughs> That's right, base Ted Cruz. Agree with the Muslim lady anti-Semite. <laughs> um, kidding around a little bit. But Ted Cruz is always agreeing with these Democrat ladies, young up-and-comer squad ladies. And I use the term ladies loosely. Didn't he agree with Cortez about something? And then she kind of threw it in his face, I think, maybe. Ted Cruz. He's nice. I used to think he was like the best guy for 2016 before Trump came on the scene and like blew everybody out of the water. Just a man among boys. Made Ted Cruz look like the phony politician that he is. (sighs) I still have hope for him. You know, we wish him well. Maybe he can overcome being a lawyer slash liar because he is loyally trained. Not loyal. Oh, I sent for my wife. Trump made fun of my wife. Ted Cruz fully agreeing with Ilhan Omar. And he's a senator, Ted Cruz, right? And so then who chimes in trying to be the bigger simp for the demon rats, but Secretary Pete Boot Edge Edge. <laughs> Am I being annoying right now? Am I never not? Um, Secretary Pete Boot Edge Edge, Secretary Pete on Twitter, who <laughs> you guys, you guys said that he's still on maternity leave because he's gay and he had a kid somehow with his fellow male. He's calling himself a husband to Chastin. Oh, how embarrassing. That name is forever poisoned, Chastin. Not very chaste, but glad to see newfound bipartisan, meaning evil, agreement here says Secretary Pete Boot Edge Edge. We could start by discussing immediate steps Congress could take to address rail safety and reduce constraints on us dot USDOT oh US Department of Transportation, that's what that means. In this area. Give us a call. We can do some good work. And it's not sarcastic at all the following morning, right? He tweeted at Ted Cruz the following morning. <laughs> Pete Boot Edge Edge That's how you pronounce his name. Not what Jesse says. (laughs) Jesse says it's something different. JLP show. 
phony, phony. He doesn't. He doesn't really care about us. Pete Boot Edge Edge. He only cares in the mama way. And mamas, you know, they don't take responsibility. <laughs> or sometimes they play like they take responsibility. And that's what these guys do. Democrats, male Democrats, and rhinos. Ted Cruz is the new Lindsey Graham, says Severio Jones. <laughs> uh... So replies, there's a reply to Secretary Pete that was a um, cartoon. Carrie tweeted at him in reply. The little engine that couldn't, and it's a train derailment derailing from Branco, who's a conservative cartoonist, I guess. I know. I happen to know. Um, Transportation Secretary is the little engine that couldn't. Pete Boot Edge Edge with his face all funny piggy nose. And it, and it has Pete Buttigieg saying, allegedly, we have too many white construction workers. Oh, and is that why the trains are derailing? <laughs> I'm laughing, but it's it maybe some truth to it. You know, because it kind of reminds me of what JLP said about, would you rather be arrested by white police officers Four or five white police officers, blacks, or four or five black police officers in church with JLP. And the blacks said, oh, you know what? The whites are, don't have that ego involved with black versus black. Nor do, and they're more cool-headed, more professional, and calmer. But somebody in the replies said, oh, um, the whites are a little bit more jumpy in his experience. So he says. And I don't know if that's true or not. I could, I could see that. Whites being a little jumpy because they know how the blacks are. And then blacks know that blacks can be aggressive without, without being, uh, you know, those yell and shout. The blacks will yell and shout. It's like so loud. Ah. And then you realize, oh, they're not going to come to blows, though. There's a yelling that doesn't come to blows. And then there's a yelling that does come to blows. And they know the difference because they're, they're, they live in that. They grew up that way. <laughs> And I don't know the dip. I'm like, ah, too loud. Stop fighting. <laughs> and they're not even fighting. They're just yelling at each other, having fun. So I could understand maybe, maybe, but I think whites are still like more professional by and large on the whole. And more like they take pride in their work in that they'll try to do good work. And, you know, like all these nuclear meltdowns was like poor maintenance You've heard about those nuclear meltdowns at different places, Fukushima, um, which is Japan, and Chernobyl maybe, I'm not sure. I've heard maybe, and other things. Train derailments. It's just like with this growing corruption, you guys all know it's growing incompetence. Trailer Park Brett says, every construction worker where I live is Mexican. Yeah, I mean, it used to be the blacks were the were doing that stuff and whites were doing it. <laughs> uh, with that chain gang thing, <laughs> that chain gang, gang footage, there was another f- clip that I found when I was searching for that chain gang footage at the beginning of the sh- that I showed at the beginning of the show 
One of them had a, I should get that clip. One of them had like the white guy smoking his pipe. He was like the, uh, whoops, that guy. What, what do you call him? Not the project manager. It's like whatever, the supervisor. The white man is calling us lazy, but he's just sitting there and we're working. <laughs> That's what it said in one of the YouTube videos. <laughs> the whipcracker. <laughs> so, what a mess. Terrible. We're at risk, I feel. People say get out of the cities. I don't know if I endorse that or not, but be careful. Be alert. Don't be trusting all these bridges and things because not everything is trustworthy nowadays. You know, in Turkey, with the 44,000 death toll after that earthquake two Mondays ago, 10 days later, still finding people alive. Nice. Maybe the rubble served as shelter for the people. Did they get food and water? Like, how did they survive 10 days? I heard you can't survive too long without water. You can survive quite a while without food, even though it doesn't... Well, your ego, maybe, I don't know. It doesn't feel like it. But a lot of people were arrested. Building contractor types were arrested because of, you know, the buildings were not up to snuff. And there's like a condo collapse in Miami. Whew. Can't trust people. Just not the quality level of work these days. I want to talk about these parents with their lawsuits piling up. But first, let me get to a call or two, guys. You can call in 888-775-3773. Artie Art in Ohio on the line. And I was told not to call him baby, baby. <laughs> what's up, Art? How you doing? Hey, what's up? How you doing? Doing fine. Thank you. That's cool. That's cool. First thing first, uh, I wanted to talk about that. Uh, talk about the immigration. Yeah, immigration invasion. So, yeah, that's exactly with a whole bunch of uh, what's the uh, unidentified, unidentified flying uh, flying objects. Yeah, UFOs. Yeah. Uh, so if I, what I noticed is. We noticed the American government, they don't care about Palestine or Ohio. That's the newest thing. Right. The blooms is the second thing. Which one? COVID-19. The blooms. Blooms? They let that fly. The oh, blooms. Oh, balloons. The, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, uh-huh. the, yeah, the spy, the spy blooms. They don't care about that. Uh, the COVID-19 and the, lock, the lockdowns or whatnot. The, the Tuskegee experiments. Uh Plenty of stuff. I just can't think of all of them. All. But what I'm just saying is, we know that every time something is going on, what is it? Uh, what is it, John F. Kennedy said? The worst thing that you can say is, uh, you can hear the government say, "Is we here to help?" <laughs> uh, really? He said that. Nice. One of them. Somebody said. I think that was John F. Kennedy who said that. One of them said that. Yeah. And uh, my thing is this: we know. Okay, if. The illegals ain't coming here to because uh, they seeking asylum because they coming for war and tour countries or whatnot. What are you? What are you? What are they coming here for? And my only speculation is: Are y'all coming here? They're coming here, and the uh, the whites and the liberal blacks are letting the illegals come here because they're trying to get uh, cheap cheap labor and trying to cut out the American whites and American blacks out of jobs or whatnot. Reagan. It was Reagan who huh? said that. Argaluna says oh. Ronald Reagan said it. Nice. Yeah, cut and cut us up out of uh, cut us out of jobs or whatnot. Yeah, and, uh, and you said something about why is all these females uh, in these p- political uh, political positions? Because I was speculating 
most of the dudes are with not, or most of the whites, and some of these, some of the blacks, we know they ain't in too many, too many high positions or whatnot in these, uh, in these, uh, corporations or whatnot. They, uh, they got the dudes or whatnot in here trying to make sure that the illegals or whatnot, the stealing from the Americans are basically being trained into these positions or whatnot. And they tricking them out of, uh, wage or whatnot. Cause that's the only reason why they bring them over here to, uh, to give them cheaper, uh, cheaper wages and pay them cheaper wages just to cut us up out and get uh, food stamps uh, yeah. and government assistance. There's a lot of stuff that's supposed to be going to the American people. Right. Yeah, that's so true. It's There's corruption all up and down from the local to the, to, to the uh, federal to the U.N. and all that. And uh, mm-hmm. from the private to the public, the government and the companies. Commie capitalism. Yeah. So evil. And it, you, it, ain't it just crazy how don't nobody see, like would see what we saying or and they and they do, but it's like why why are you waiting so long until the situation gets worse to where you ain't going to end up being able to go out here and get no dang on job or whatnot? They're uh, basically sucking our uh, sucking our system dry or whatnot. Then yeah. about ten to five more years, you're gonna have these computers turning around and running a lot of these jobs or whatnot. So you ain't gonna have a lot of these jobs that we was able to work. You ain't gonna be able to be working them because it's gonna be computer ran. So it's gonna take for that to happen. And it, a lot of these blacks and whites going out here trying to find jobs, and you ain't gonna be able to get them or get on any type of government assistance or maybe get any help from the government or whatnot because yeah. the uh, system's gonna be overwhelmed to where it ain't gonna be nothing to help the American the original American people with on the system. Yeah. That's why, uh, you know, did, I don't know if you saw Tucker Carlson's, mo- that montage from Media Matters, which is evil people, but Media Matters mm-hmm. did this compilation of Tucker Carlson over the years, decades, looking all young mm-hmm. sometimes, talking about Social Security and even worse is Medicare, um, mm-hmm. according to him, I think, is like draining the system it's the it's not just the poor people it is the so-called middle class who are addicted mm-hmm. to their entitlements and a lot of them say oh well i paid into it but but it was a it was a bait and switch that i don't know it's a mess yeah and there's something else too i mean you know when some somebody us are younger we're not 18 19 we some of us might not work we might not we might be in the streets or whatnot yeah some of us might just game is and staying home with mama or daddy and True. we just lazy we, we are we going to college and but by time and that's in that liberal state but by the time you turn 26 27 god willing most people come out of that liberal mind state and they could become conservative you have no choice yeah. uh life does that to you or whatnot so what happens when they start looking for these jobs or whatnot and you ain't able to get them or whatnot or make or just look at it just think about it even like this uh American, just think about when we, was, when we was in school or whatnot, you had some of these uh, ESL classes, English as a second language. Yep. I remember it. I'd, I'd be like, well, dang, what? some of the teachers would be going to teach them. I'm like, they could be helping me and tutoring me. And that's what I'm saying. you taking resources from American students yeah. to go help help foreigners learn English or whatnot when you're supposed to be helping us. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying about saying about the jobs. When it comes down to the jobs, you could be helping to train the whites and the black on the workforce, but you ain't going to have the uh, resources to do that because you're going to be putting all your energy into a whole bunch of foreigners that ain't had, don't have no entitlement to this land. 
whether it's white foreigners, black foreigners, Mexican foreigners, any type of foreigners is not original to this American land. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's s- appealing to s- people's selfishness and their false mama mm-hmm. compassion and mm-hmm. and it's and it's there's so much money to go around with the government and government jobs. Like mm-hmm. they make they make so much money but they're not creating value. They're creating no, like they're a drain. Not. It's like Yes, they are. Like you know, uh black criminals or any criminal. Mm-hmm. A criminal mm-hmm. Or somebody like that is a drain on society because they're yeah. they're creating uh, they're creating dis- they're doing destruction and de- destruction costs money to rebuild and they're, yeah. they're they're not adding value to society and yet these people okay. want reparations and stuff like yeah well, hold up real quick you said it's like a drain and we're not let's just use the prison system yeah you got people that's in there in there that don't kill five people that we know don't kill five people. The evidence don't show that they don't, we factually know that they don't kill five people. And instead of y'all putting them to death, you paying, taxpayers are paying for them to be housed in prison. Just what you're basically saying. Yeah, exactly. And there's all these expensive appeals systems because the court system is another racket and major drain, I bet, on the country. Mm -hmm. Because they don't produce much value. They don't produce much justice. They do injustice and they do all these appeals Oh, let me appeal my death sentence. And so it goes on for decades before they're even allowed to be killed. We need swift mm-hmm. justice and not all these appeals yep. and mess. You know what I mean? Yep. Yes, sir, Jelly Bean. <laughs> I didn't want to call you the Jelly Bean. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. Hey, so check this out. Go ahead. I'm going to sit back and listen. When I was, to, I was just thinking I wanted to get that conveyed to you. Now we still rolling with Trump. Nice. Thank you, Art. Take care. Yep. Yes, sir, you too. All right. Guys, quick little announcement. I am going to be having a guest co-host on the Hake Report this Monday. Make sure you tune in. It is President's Day. President's Day. George Washington's birthday. Was George Washington not so good of a guy? Was he the the marauder? The, uh, I don't know, he slaughtered the slaughterer? I forget what he, sar- was he Sergeant Slaughter? <laughs> He would slaughter towns, I guess, I heard, on the fallen state, the last fallen state with uh, Jesse Lee Peterson. But I'm going to have uh, Big Bump with me, is the plan. Co- my co-host, Big Bump, he will be here. And he brings interesting stories and better research than Hake uh, tends to provide for you guys. So he once told about the uh, black Dylan Roof, this black guy who shot up a church Ebenezer Baptist Church, no less. MLK's church, after MLK died. MLK's daddy's church. Killed MLK's mama. Um, And he was a black Hebrew Israelite. And the original black Hebrew Israelite thought the earth was square. Not Some of you flat earthers think the earth is a disc. What sense does that make? How come, how come the, uh, how come the um, horizon doesn't look all, all weird? You know, because you're, you're closer to the earth, the, the horizon will look... I think you'd see more of a curve if the earth was flat, flat earthers. But maybe you guys know something I don't. I'm sure you do. You know a lot of stuff I don't. It doesn't take much to know stuff that Hake doesn't know. But yeah, uh, shout out to Big Bump and shout out to all of the fellow Big Bump fans. B-I-G-G, new word, B-U-M-P. He does big bumps on people in, the, in football. 
<laughs> I forget what I... Oh, yeah, I talked about that with that woman last week. I think it was last week. With that black woman who didn't want to move off the sidewalk for those white women who don't move off the sidewalk for you. They don't see you as human, according to some study. And so she's all, boom, big old body check, big bump. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's cool. He's the one who does the uh, uniting the races with truth instead of lies. He opens up the first verse of the rap song in the remix of the stand-up um, song. Stand-up. So, right on. Friend of Bond, friend of Hake, friend of JLP, friend of you. If you have any friends. So, nice. And, of course, we're going to have The Fallen State with Daryl Davis later t- today. I'm excited to hear that. I don't hear all of The Fallen States. I hear some of them. Um, so, I'm going to hear... I mean, I don't hear them when they're happening live, you know? Always. Sometimes I do. Uh, send your tips. Go to thefallenstate.tv and look for the contact form if you have any tips for, for the producer there. <sighs> And, of course, Church with Jesse Lee Peterson, always cool, always nice. Rebuildingtheman.com slash church for the links to those different ones. And there is a Bond Rebuilding the Man uh, Rumble channel. It doesn't stream Church Live. The JLP, Jesse Lee Peterson Rumble, streams Church Live. And then Bond Rebuilding the Man puts out the clips and the archive services. Okay? Okay. So let's talk about these parents suing these social media companies. You know, lawsuits pile up as U.S. parents. This is for, okay, so this is in pocket headlines under the, uh, what is it? It's a folder. Social media kids' parents folder. Big old bunch of things. This is from, I saw this in pocket, pocket aggregates a bunch of liberal articles, some of them more useful than others. Liberals sometimes have good information. Um, Context is the outlet that put it out, which is owned, I guess, or powered by Thomson Reuters Foundation. Reuters, far-left enemies of America. Extreme, off the deep end. They're supposed to be, like, middle of the road. They're not. Ridiculous. Um, And look at this graphic thing. It has a... Graphic, not graphic is in hard to look at. It's a image drawing thing of a little girl, little girl. Uh, not to mock the little girls. Shout out to the little girls. Hake loves uh, the little girls in the proper way, godly Jesus way. Don't want to make it sound weird. This is an article by Avi Asher hyphen Shapiro, S C H Shapiro. Um, and then it, look at the battery dead. She'd be better off with the battery was dead. Battery to her, you know, the phone battery, um, whatever you want to call that thing, symbol. She's all depressed. No, girl, you said, you said, <laughs> you want to cry? Uh, sorry. <laughs> Don't be a bully, kids. Well, sometimes you can. There's a time. But she's all sad and forlorn. In this picture here. And there's another one. They're making it into a woman thing. And they mention this Francis Haugen. Haugen? Francis Haugen, the Facebook whistleblower. I don't have a picture of her. 
But for some reason, there's a second, the second uh, one here has a picture of a for sale sold sign over a, like a townhouse thing. A woman and her daughter look over a row of houses where a sign reads for sale, sold in this illustration folder. So, you know, lawyers, liars, I'm not for these lawsuits. I mean, I know that these social media companies are evil, but this is evil fighting evil. Lawyers are evil. Social media companies are evil. Parents who blame social media companies for their failure are evil. Maybe there's a place for suing them. Maybe. I don't know. Parents in the United States are turning to trial lawyers. In other words, scumbags. As they blame Instagram, which is evil, owned by Meta, which is Facebook, Snapchat, and TikTok, which is owned by China, for their children's mental health crises. 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 Plural. Crises. And, you know, this article follows some woman, Lori, L-A-U-R-I-E, who sued one of these companies or multiple companies over her daughter named C.W., and I thought I saw they, them in the reference, you know, because they pretend like they pretend like and it's probably true that uh, L- LGBTIQ, they, them type kids are getting bullied. Probably the s- Christian kids are getting bullied worse. I don't know. Bullying. It's a dumb word. OK, so CW, I have uh, some different screenshots about this CW person. CW became. I didn't read the whole article. I mean, I didn't re- hardly read the article at all. Go on to the next little uh, screenshot, I'll, I'll, and I'll try to read it. CW became anxious. Oh, here's depression. Here's the, let me read this. They're pretending depression is this. Girls are more depressed than boys because girls are more emotional. But then later, like, the, me- the grown adult white men are committing su- more suicide. Number of people aged 20 to, 12 to 17 who had major depressive episodes in the past year. Uh, Girls, 35,000. Boys, uh, 1,000. And those are all numbers that are trending up along with the progressive trend. Oh, progress. Progress towards towards depression and suicide and mess. A major depressive episode is a period of at least two weeks when a person experienced a depressed mood or loss of interest or pleasure in daily activities and had symptoms such as problems with sleeping, eating, energy, concentration, or self-worth. In the charts written, made by... It's a graph, not a chart. Same thing? I don't know. U.S. National Survey on Drug Use and Health by Diana Baptista made all these things. This is from Reuters, Reuters propaganda. Reuters are far-left liberals. They hate Trump and men and whites and Christians. Scum of the earth. You know, social media is bad because they're um, censoring the whites and the Christians and the decent people and the truth. But they want to say, oh, little girls are getting depressed. Here's the next uh, thing. Let's see. CW became anxious every time they. Why are you saying they? Isn't it a she? See, I knew there was a they, them. What in the world? Why are they calling? Why, why is this lawyer calling a daughter a they? What? Anyway, CW is the abbreviation for this daughter, Lori's daughter. CW became anxious every time they posted something on their account. It's a, it's a she or a her. I mean, a she, her account. Afraid that it wouldn't get enough likes. Where's CW's father? 
And they began to feel worse. She began to feel worse about themselves, herself. As a result, makes me... Get, where's my spittoon? I haven't pulled it out all week, I feel like. Thanks for bearing with me, guys. This might drag on a bit. Two! Two! That's about as serious as... Oh, man, I'm getting lightheaded from that. It's about as serious of a spit as I can muster. That's a lawyer speaking about Lori's daughter. Why are, why are you using they programs and that pronoun, pronouns and themselves? Mental health, communist buzzword, spiritual death is what is more like it. Uh, let me, let's plow through these different screenshots. Um, just see if I can finish this mess. Uh, over time, the, the content... The content defendants, meaning the social media outlet, outlets, social media establishment, handpicked for minor CW, normalized and glorified self-harm. The content that the defendants handpicked for the minor, meaning the little girl, not that little, normalized and glorified self-harm, suicidal ideation, and dangerous eating obsessions. And yeah, I know, like, the whole mainstream media um, glorifies and normalizes Killing, murder, mass shootings, uh, suicide, depression, drama, melodrama. Um, by getting rid of the uh, stigma of mental health, they're, they're promoting it. Promoting being, oh, the stigma of mental illness. Bless you. Um, this is not content that CW sought or asked to see, but rather content that the defendants, social media companies, programmed their technologies to identify and send to children as a means of locking in and increasing their engagement. Meaning, uh, they, you know, a sick person uh, is attracted to trash, filth. Do you blame, where's the blame for the parents? Where is the blame for the parents? Uh, Let's see the next one. I'm going to try to finish this. Uh, the, recommendation, the recommendation technologies in Meta, Facebook, Instagram, Snap, Snapchat, and TikTok's social media products, meaning the algorithm, are designed to exploit the minor's users' diminished decision-making capacity, impulse control, emotional maturity, and psychological resiliency. I bet you that's true. It's, and they treat grown adults this way, too, you know? Keep you scrolling. Kind of like people get addicted to gambling. The slot machines. They mention that in this article. It's kind of interesting. Um, Francis Haugen. Ooh, the whistleblower. Calling for more... Calling for female... More female victimhood and more censorship. Like, we need that. Time spent by teens on social media in the United States. Here's this graph. YouTube. TikTok. Snapchat. Instagram. Facebook. Um... They use a lot of, uh, several times a day, YouTube, a lot of TikTok, and all, all those. Anyway, hardly anybody uses Facebook anymore. <laughs> Do not even use Facebook, the young people. Isn't that interesting? Uh, they almost constantly use YouTube, a lot of them, and TikTok, and Snapchat, and Instagram, 10%, 19%. 41% use them several times a day, YouTube. 32% use YouTube several times a day, but constant, almost constantly on these... Oh, look at this. Isn't that cute? This is this picture. Uh, little, 
a little girl lounging around on the couch looking at a uh, a check a green check mark on a attractive body and an X bl- red check red X over a fat body <laughs> or a fatter body anyway. These people, a girl lying on the couch with her feet up, looks at her phone. It's just a hand drawing, cute little thing, funny uh, illustration photo. Not a photo. It's not a photo. I don't think. CW had secret use of and developing addiction to secret use of IG, Snapchat, TikTok. Take her phone away. How about that? Anyway. Coincided with a steady and severe decline in their mental health. Why are they saying there? About Lori's daughter. Where's her father? Where's the father in this, you know? Did you already show the one with the little girl falling into the phone? Oh, here it is. Look at this. They were inconsolable, physically shaking, and unable to stand, and kept repeating that they were going to kill themselves. Why is this lawyer talking this way? Maybe if I read the article, I would know. Doesn't sound right, though. Look at the little girl falling into the black glass of the phone. Did you, ever guys, did you guys ever read The Magic Bicycle? I feel like some of those children's Christian books that I read as a kid, because I read books as a kid. I don't read books as an adult. <laughs> but I read books as a kid, and some of them, like, they had, like, this devilish black glass thing. You'd see a reflection, and you'd be all fascinated in it. Interesting predictions from those 80s Christian books or older very cool. Very nice. And this little girl is falling into the thing like a thing. Falling into the black glass of the iPhone like it's a, uh, like she's falling into a jacuzzi or something. She's all limp. Oh, these victim girls. Little victim girls. That's good for, for them to treat them like victims. Social Media Victims Law Center is one of these outlets. Ridiculous. Matt Bergman is a veteran trial lawyer. Bergman, probably not a Christian. Link between time spent on social media and depression. Uh, For girls, it's way high. For boys, it's higher. It increases, you know? When you get above five, eight hours. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my word. Depressive symptoms. Oh, yeah, the the teens are reluctant to see whether it's negative. Uh, Mostly perception of U.S. teens on the impact of social media on themselves. I guess, mostly, I guess on themselves, mostly positive, neither positive nor negative, mostly negative. Uh, people their age, they feel that it's mostly negative. And then them personally, uh, they don't feel that it's so negative. <laughs> they don't want to let it go. Uh, but I think it's bad for all of us who get sucked into that stuff, huh? Yeah, it's true. There was a British government inquest faulted social media exposure for the suicide of a 14-year-old girl. Girl. Lawmakers poised to implement stringent rules for age verification for social media firms. There's a bill in California that pushes age-appropriate design. Not mentioned is Josh Hawley wants under 16-year-olds to not be allowed to start at their own, uh, you know, thing. <sighs> parents. Parents, you know? Social media is often a scapegoat, says Yalda Uls, professor of developmental psychology at UCLA, University of California. It's easier to blame it than systematic issues in our society. Inequality, racism, climate change. Stupid. And then she throws in at the end, or whoever this person is, throws in at the end. And there's parenting decisions, too. Yeah, mention parents last. Stupid. 
ridiculous. Guys, this has been the Hake Report. I have maybe a, oh, you can read a little bit more about it in my blog post for this in thehakereport.com if you want. Uh, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Let me just double check for the Super Chats, guys, before we start in with the uh, last song. Two o'clock, Notorious CPT. Two bands. Have a nice weekend. Thank you, DJ on Pa. CPT, Notorious <laughs> Colored People Time. And uh, thank you, Rumble. Thanks for nothing. No, I'm kidding. Thank you, guys. Let me check on Buy Me a Coffee, which banned Nightwave Radio. Shameful. Maybe I should ban them. Um, Odyssey, shout out to the Odyssey people. Uh, Phil Kagey, and I like this track. Phil Kagey, what is this song? Do you know, Hassan? Uh, Everything is alright. Thank you, man. (laughs) Enjoy, guys, and adios, America. See you in the fallen state, and uh, church with Jesse Lee Peterson and Nick Stream one day. Bye. No.